I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Showers likely tonight, thunderstorms possible overnight, with the temperature holding steady in the mid-50s. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration just approved a new gene-editing therapy for sickle cell disease. Side effects, Public Media's Farah Yusri reports, it's a milestone for patients, but experts say there's a lot of work to do to make sure patients actually get the care they need. This new gene editing tool will not be for everyone, though, says Dr. Lydia Pecker. She's a hematologist at Johns Hopkins University. She says, first, there's the cost. It's uncertain if and how insurance will cover it. Then there's the prep work to undergo the treatment. The existing approach to gene therapy requires chemotherapy, um, which carries its own set of risks. Like an increased cancer risk and infertility. Care for sickle cell patients who are mostly black in the U.S. has historically been lacking and patchy. For example, coverage for fertility preservation is not guaranteed. Farah Yusri, SideFX Public Media. A heightened police presence and additional security measures were put in place Wednesday at the SIU School of Dental Medicine in Alton after the school received a telephone threat. The Alton Telegraph reports an emailed statement from SIU Edwardsville Marketing and Communications Director Nicole Franklin indicated the university alerted the campus community and modified operations on Wednesday. The city of Chester is now one step closer to securing access to a new source of clean water after State Senator Terry Bryant's legislation was signed into law by the governor this afternoon. Senator Bryant says this bill is critical because Chester is in danger of running out of drinking water sometime in the future. Senate Bill 950 authorizes the Director of Corrections to execute and deliver to the city of Chester for $1 specified property subject to certain conditions. The city of Chester then intends to use the newly acquired land to dig a new drinking water well for its residents. A plan to allow new nuclear reactors is now law in Illinois and takes effect in June of next year. Capital News Illinois reports the measure partially lifts a decades-old moratorium on new nuclear construction in the state. It allows for the construction of small, modular nuclear reactors, a newer type of reactor that proponents say can help with electric reliability and decarbonization. The bill passed with bipartisan support on the last day of the fall veto session. Changes were made following Governor Pritzker's veto of a previous version earlier this year. Joseph Cannonway and Marion will continue to see development following the approval of building permits for two new fast food restaurants. According to monthly records, the city of Marion recently approved permits for both Chick-fil-A and Raising Cane's. Construction crews have already begun site work on the future home of both locations, as well as the previously approved Dunkin' Donuts location. Additionally, work is nearly complete on Chipotle Mexican Grill, and it's expected to announce an opening date within the next month. Planners of next year's Democratic National Convention are casting a wide net as they look for diverse vendors and contractors. Alex Degman has more. Working with organizations such as the Chicago and Springfield Urban Leagues, the DNC's newly formed Business Diversity Advisory Council starts meeting next week. They'll discuss, among other things, diversity hiring goals and barriers businesses might face while trying to get DNC business. Christy George, the host committee's executive director, says it's crucial to work with Chicago and statewide groups. We think it's critical to have their voices at the table. Of course, I think, you know, they're similar, uh, you know, perspectives, but they are not the same and they all have a diversity of thought and it's important to have their voices heard at the table. The Democratic National Convention will be August 19th through the 22nd at the United Center and McCormick Place. I'm Alex Degman. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.